This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. And praise the Lord. Oh, this is the day the Lord hath made. What do we do with that? What do we do with it? Yes, we do. Praise the Lord. Oh, the title of my message today is Living Life to Its Fullness. Christians ought to be the happiest people on planet Earth. Do you know that Jesus Christ died on the cross so that you could have life and have it more abundant? What kind of life? To its fullest. Abundant life. To its fullest. If you have your Bible, hold it up and say this with me this morning. Say it with me. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. If you believe that, say amen. 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 Living life to its fullness. Living life to its fullness. Do you know a lot of people today get up in the morning, go to work, dreading going to work? Some people even just dread getting up. Some people dread going to bed. Can you imagine? I want to say, well, if you would hang out with me on my 16, 8-hour days when you look forward to going to bed. (laughs) That recliner sometimes becomes my bed. I want to go to sleep in it. Do you want to get out of it and go to bed? But you know, so much of our lifestyle is hectic. We have deadlines to meet. We have people to please. Could you turn me down just a little bit, John? I got a little bit of a roar. But in the process of our daily lives, we somehow seem to miss the joy of living. Now think about it for a moment. He said, the, <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so oftentimes we seem to be tired when they say, well, how are you today? Well, I'm just give out. I've worked all day. Well, there is a physical tiredness, but there's a spiritual refreshing that can cause your body not to feel tired. And it's through the joy of the Lord. You say, well, how do I find that joy on a consistent basis? And I'm so glad you asked that. Because I want to share with you this morning, if you'll turn your Bibles, open them to Romans, go to the 12th chapter with me. Starting in verse 1, we're going to talk about what the Apostle Paul said. About having life to its fullness. It reads in the Amplified Bible, it says, so here's what I want you to do. Look at your neighbor and say, here's what I want you to do. I mean, the message Bible, I'm sorry. With God's help, take your everyday ordinary life. Well, let's just stop right there. 
Pastor, you're asking me to find fulfillment, life, and life more abundant in my everyday life? Well, that's what Paul is saying here. Take your everyday, ordinary life. Oh, I like this. You're sleeping. You're eating. You're going to work. You're walking around Walmart. Oh, it doesn't say that. It says, and you're walking around life. Well, let's back up. You're sleeping. You're sleeping. That's part of your everyday life. Some might say, I don't get much sleep, but that's still part of your everyday life. You're eating. Every day. Every one of us, hopefully, you take time to eat. I know I've been... I've been fasting coffee, so I have been eating a whole lot more to try to overcome the, the coffee. I've been looking for things that taste like coffee, like coffee cake, coffee buns, coffee suckers. Honey, if it's got the coffee flavor, I'll get it. I said, but Lord, I'm not drinking coffee. Isn't it amazing how we can twist things? To fit our lifestyle. But take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping. You're eating. You're going to work. And you're walking around life. And listen now. Place it before God as an offering. You see, it starts when you first. And, and, and <laughs> it starts in the morning. But this, this is what you're going to have to do. In order to experience life in its fullness. And I wish I'd had known this years ago. But since I learned it, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. And I've begun to learn what it is to have life and have it more abundant. Spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally. That's what he died on the cross for. And so in order to live life to its fullness, I found that... In order to do that, it's, it's not just on Sunday morning and, and being blessed with praise and worship and the gathering of one another and the sharing and loving on one another. That's wonderful. And that's where you will draw your strength for, the, for that week. And you do draw your strength from one another. The Bible says that we, we, we strengthen one another. We encourage one another. That's, a, that's an important part of coming together here on Sunday morning and, and on Wednesday night fellowship dinner. Hello. And on this coming Wednesday night to come and pray at 7 o'clock. We're strengthening one another. And the Bible says that is, a, is, is an important issue. It's important to God that we do these things. But in order to live life to its fullness... There's going to have to be one thing that is super important that you will have to make. It's called a choice, a decision. You will have to make the right decision. That right decision is, is you have got to declare that nothing, 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 nothing will come in place of your putting God first. If you're going to look for a life and the fulfillment of life, for an abundant life, 
you will, it will not happen for you until you make the decision. God, you're first. First in the morning. Hello. It has to be this way. It's not something that I put together as a plan of action. It's something that God put together. He created you and knew that in the creating of you, you would need his assistance. You would need everything that he has to offer in order for you to have life and life more abundant. To experience the fullness of life. In order to experience this fullness of life, the number one thing you have to do is make that choice. God, you're first. First thing in the morning. And when he said here that you are to, uh, and, pl- and place it before God as an offering, your life. This is how it's, it, it, is, it is accomplished that in the morning when you get up, the first thing you do is you present yourself to God. God, I present myself to you as an offering. I am an offering to you. Kelly was talking about tithes and offerings. Listen, as she just said, now your tithes is something that's not yours anyway. But he gave you a free will and an opportunity to choose. He said, choose ye this day whom you'll serve. He also said in the scriptures, he said, seek first. The kingdom of God. First, the kingdom of God. So when we get up in the morning, the first thing we got to do is we say, Lord, here I am. I offer myself to you as an offering. Trust me. When you are offering yourself, you're offering everything within you, about you, and everything that's for you, you're giving it back to him and say, take it and use it for your glory. You relinquish your authority of your life. Oh, that's hard to do. I'm going to do it my way. Don't tell me what to do. I'm 21 and I can do it my way. And you will experience a life of frustration, heartache, and pain. And you're already going to go through that anyway because the Bible says that when you're living here on this earth, he says in the Word, he says that you will experience trials and tribulation. Why would you want to add more to it? You're already going to have to face trials and tribulations. But he said, but in me, you have peace. In me, you'll overcome the world. In me, you overcome those trials and tribulations. That's why he said, seek me first. He gave us a way out, but it's your choice. I can't make that choice for you. I can't give you the fullness of life. I don't have it in me. It's a full-time job in order that I, I myself, relinquish myself unto the Lord as an offering. Full-time job. I heard a man say one time on television, Kelly and I were watching this minister, and it just blessed my heart. It stuck with me. He said, if you're not having fun being a Christian, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. I have, I have been so blessed 
to be able to find out that I can have fun being a Christian. I don't have to try to be you. I don't have to try to impress you. <laughs> the only thing I do is offer myself to him as an offering. You know what it does for you? It gives you a freedom. A freedom that it doesn't matter anymore that you don't try to dress according to somebody's standards. In fact, I got up this morning. <laughs> I got on my way to church and I found out I had a spot on my jeans. Kelly says, well, you didn't wear the right jeans anyway. I said, well, I ain't here to impress you. I started to wear my flip-flops. I started to wear my sweatpants and my sweatshirt. Give me my hat, baby. And I started to wear them floppy, floppy blue jeans and put on my floppy hat. And say, well, here's something else. I can be me. Because I don't belong to me anymore. The me left me. <laughs> you say, that's silly. I offered it to him. And you know what he did? This is how, and I'm getting to the meat of this thing. But what happens is, is when you start that day and you say, Lord, I, I'm your offering. Now, he said, now, doesn't he say that when you're eating, your everyday life isn't eating in here? Yes. I like that. You know, what you're doing is you're starting your day with him because you made that choice. The next thing you do is you find yourself in your car or your truck. And you're on your way to work. Now, what are you doing? Well, a lot of people, they just turn that radio on. Well, I got to know what the weather's like. Got to check the traffic. Now, some people put on the praise music. Ain't nothing wrong with praise music. That's good. But sometimes we got it up so loud, we're really not hearing what he's saying. We're trying, we're trying to get the music. Come on now, follow me. We're trying to get the music to do something that God's trying to do already. Because we don't want to hear him what he got to say. We want to get it through what somebody else is saying through their worship. Oh, I'm preaching. What we need to do sometimes is just turn that thing off and just go and go to work and just, Father, I'm yours. I lift myself as an offering to you. What happens during that time? You are in communication. Now, let me, let me give you a heads up if you don't know it. When you receive Jesus Christ, you got the Father... You got the Son, you got the Holy Spirit, the three in one. The job of the Holy Spirit is to lead, guide, and direct your life. Your next step, you need to make sure you have working with you and on you and a part of you is knowing how to listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to lead you, guide you, and direct you. Come on. So when you're going down on the way to work and you're driving your vehicle, you haven't stopped and got breakfast yet. You don't need to yet. You're listening. What you're saying is, now, Lord, as myself being offered to you as an offering, I'm in communion with you. And you're talking to me. You know what I'm telling? I said, Lord, I'm on my way to the job site. Now, I don't know what's going to be like when I get there. And I'm not there yet, but anywhere between here in my vehicle, and that job site, if you can use me, use me. Talk to me. 
We're going to read a little later on here in a minute. It's going to say where he says, and whatever he says, do it, just do it. Be responsive to it. That's another one of your choices. But the first choice is you've got to choose. I'm going to put you first today. First and foremost, I offer myself to you. You're number one. And it's an offering to you. It's an offering. You know what he says? Offerings get blessed. And when you do what he says do, he says blessings follows obedience. So you, 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 you already know that as you started your day, something good is going to happen to me today. Because I am in tune with him. He is my partner. Senior partner, by the way. And not only is my, he is my senior partner, but he is leading me, guiding me, and directing me into all truth. He has got my life in the palm of his hand. He has got my steps covered in every aspect of my life. I will not have to go down the road with worry. Well, I, it's raining. I hope I don't wreck. Honey, that will not even be in your mind. Because you're being led by the Holy Spirit. You have ears to hear what he's saying to you. Now, when you get over the speed limit, I'm sure the angels jump out and say, you're on your own, brother. For those of you that like to go a little too fast. And you're on down your way in the road. You're driving down the road. The next thing I would do, I usually stop to eat. Now, when I go in to eat, before I go in, I say this. I'm listening and I'm talking. Listen, there's a communication going on here. I say, Holy Spirit, I don't know what's on in there. But as I go in, give me eyes to see. Give me ears to hear what you want me to do, if anything, for you while I'm in there. This can be fun. If, if you're looking for excitement, you want adventure, let the Holy Spirit lead you. Because now you're going in and you got this, you got, well, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even know if it will, but if it does, I'm going to be a part of it. Somebody said, well, you just like to be where the action is. Honey, if God's in it, I want to be slap dab in the middle of it. Because where he is, there's blessings and there's liberty and, 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 and on and on and on and on if he's a part of it. And you know what else? When I'm in there, sometimes he may speak. I may eat because I'm, t- I'm in tune now. Come on. This is our responsibility as Christians to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. I think so many times we're missing the blessing that he wants to bless us with. We're missing so many good things. We're missing not not only the blessing, but of laughter and enjoyment because we're not listening and following the Holy Spirit. You get in, you're sitting there eating, and all of a sudden he says to you, you see that little gal over there? Uh, Yeah. She's not going to be able to make her car payment this week. And she needs it to go to work. If they don't, she's going to repo it. Now, he don't go into full detail a lot of time, but sometimes he'll just say, you need to slip for a $20 bill on the way out. He's never going to ask you for something more than what you've got on you or available, able to do. He said, I'll never put any more on you than you can bear, than you're capable of doing. He may ask you if you got it. He may say, 
Leave him a hundred dollars. You have a decision to make. Do I want to have fun? Do I look? <laughs> Do I want that blessing? And, 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 and sometimes we'll make an excuse. Well, I'm not sure that's God. <laughs> he said, try me and prove me. Just see if it is. I have done that. And, walked, and I turned, I've turned to Kelly and said, baby, give me $100. Give me this or give me that. Because she carries the money. I said, baby, give me some money. Honey, you got $100. Give me. You got $100 in there. There you go. There you go. Okay. What happens is, if we're not careful, we'll miss the joy. It's more blessed to give than receive. <laughs> and it's so wonderful to go help someone that is in need. Now, I don't know, and, and, and you know, and, and, and don't second guess God. Well, but, well, God, I don't know them. I, Lord, how do I know that by giving it to them, they're not just going to squander it or they're not going to do something bad? That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is he's, he's having fun with you. He said, well, give it to them. Just bless them. And it can be fun. And then sometimes I've done that, and, and, and Kelly, would, I, would, I would go give her something, and I'd say, you know, hey. And it, it's so fun to do this for people. It, it can be fun. You go up to people, you know, and I'm not looking for somebody here that's going to give it back to me this morning. I'm not. But I'm going to go up to somebody like my brother over here. Cameraman's got me, got me covered. I'm going to go over here and say, now, brother, you know, Lord, Lord spoke to my heart and said, he wanted, me to, he wanted me to give that to you. And Jesus loves you. Amen. And I'm not, I'm not asking you for anything. But, you know, I just want you to know that I love you. The Lord loves you. And uh, I just want you to know that God has blessed you, is going to bless you, and continue to bless you as you just keep focusing on him. Now, all I have done, all I have done was just share my little heart with him. Was, was I trying? Listen. Well, well was was I trying to get something from him? No, and, but you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? He's going to get blessed. But you know what's going to happen to me? I am sure going to get blessed. I am sure going to get blessed. I said, I am sure going to get blessed. I'm blessed not just because I gave, but because obedience brings that blessing. And it gives me a chance to witness and oh, am I having fun? You mighty right. You saying, well, you give up some money. It's just money. Honey, when you begin to follow the Holy Spirit, you walk in the light as He is the light. The money don't mean a thing to you. Hallelujah. The money don't mean anything. Everything else material has no bearing on you anymore. You are free in whom the Son has said free is free indeed. You're free. You're free just to just do what He says. You started your day saying, I'm an offering unto you. I'm an offering unto you. 
my goodness. And you're getting up. And you're sleeping. What you're doing is you're staying in this communication line. You don't have no dead zone. You ain't got to worry about whether you paid the bill or not. I paid it a while ago. I kept the line open because he said, give, I gave. Now I'm blessed. One of the blessings is my ear is always going to be tuned to you, boy, because you do what I say when I say do it. That's the kind of relationship that he's looking for. I tell you, I'm getting some kind of happy this morning. And I can't teach you and preach to you what I've not lived. But I've lived it, honey. And it's good to me. Brother Phil, this is a wonderful way to live. It frees you up. Because you're not bound to yourself anymore. You're loosed. Because you said, God, my life is an offering unto you. And you're walking around. You go to Walmart. God may be speaking to you. Say, why don't you go over there and just, just ask that sister if it's all right to pray for her. Yeah, it ain't always the money for anyone. Listen, it's just, it may just be taking the opportunity to pray for somebody. You say, well, I'm kind of shy. You need to get over that. Are you missing an adventurous life? Closed up in your little indoor closet. You need to get out and get some sunshine. You need to get rained on. You need to feel a little of the heat from outside. You need to feel a little bit of the cold. You need to experience life. And the way you experience it is that you follow him. You listen to that small, still voice. In your sleep, whether you're eating... And you're walking around. I, I love that. And just you're walking around. What am I doing? I'm in communion with him. I'm listening to him. I'm talking to him. I'm just talking to him like I'm talking to you. I get in my truck. The other morning, my heater wouldn't come on. I said, Lord, <laughs> you got a sense of humor. You picked the coldest day for my blower fan not to come on. You know, my first thought, well, I need to go buy another truck. You know what he told me? You need to fix the one you got. <laughs> you see how we, how we try to use these circumstances to better ourselves? He said, well, but if you do that, you'll be, you'll be making payments, and I can't, I can't take that payment money and use it where I really need it. Uh, uh, uh. I said, well, and you know, you're going to talk to God your way? I said, yeah, well, how would you like it if you had to get in the truck with no heat? Oh, I was just having my time with him. I'd already gave myself as an offering. I'm not fussing at him. I'm just talking to him. He said, come, let us reason together. I did tell him. I told him, Phil. I said, you sure picked a day. God, man. And I went back in the house when I found out it wasn't working. I put a toboggan on. I put me a big old coat on. I put my leather gloves on. I wanted to put an extra pair of socks because when my feet get cold, I'm cold all over. And I drove to work for about 45 minutes up to Dadeville or whatever, freezing. But it didn't stop me from my communion. So on the way home after work, I called Kelly, the boss lady, 
the secretary, the treasurer, the president, <laughs> vice president, speaker of the house. I said, my heater's not working. I'm going to the shop. You know, let me tell you what's so wonderful. Can I, let me tell you, this is a part of following the Holy Spirit. I'm just going to tell the story. I call her and tell her, I've got to go to the, the, to the, to the garage. I've got to get this thing fixed. I said, I'm, I'm going to have to be, it's going to be cold Saturday. It's going to be cold Sunday. I've got to have this heater. I've got to work out of this truck. And God don't want me buying another one. So he said, fix it. I get over to the shop, and he says, well, uh, you know, and it's getting late in the evening. And I, I can't blame people when it's close to 5 o'clock. They don't want to. They've they worked all day. And, Phil, you know you've been out there, and you're in business for yourself. You know what it's like. You're you ready to go home. It's 5 o'clock. It's time to go to the house. Sometime. <laughs> yeah, when you work for yourself, there's a lot of overtime, but you don't get paid for it. But anyway, I pulled in there, and he said, um, hey, so Miss Whistling and I, 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 that's going to be, that's a pretty big job. And uh, we'd have to order the parts and all this kind of stuff. I said, well, you know, you're right. Well, on my way there, I had a talk with him. He's to, let me let you a secret. He's to lead me, guide me, direct me. I told him, I said, Lord, you know I need this eater. I don't know what it's going to cost to fix it. The cost is not the issue. It's me staying warm. I'm your servant. He got all the money anyway. That's it. That's it. I, I left it in his hands. I, you talk about adventures. You talk about fun. I just got to tell you this. I go in there, and when I present the need to him, I said, you know, this thing ain't blowing cold. Now, and I love the way it started. Well, you know, it's a, and we have to order your parts, Mr. Whistling, and, and that's, we're going to have to have it for a while. And, and, and all my bays are full right now, and I, I really don't see it being able to get to it till Monday. <laughs> now, you got a choice. Stand for You see, I done been a blessing that morning. I done been a blessing that day. I've been obedient to the best of my ability. He got to call. He got to follow through. Right. You're doing what you know is right. You got to know that you can depend on him doing what's right. He's going to take care of you. You need to wear that shirt and say, he got it. He got me. He got me. And you know what? I went in there, and, and, and I could tell it was getting late, and I knew they didn't want to fix it, and he just kind of hemmed all around. But I love it when God <laughs> does his thing, and he'll do it right in front of you, just so you can say, yes! Ow, watch God do his thing. I wasn't been out of shape. I just, after he was talking, he was talking, he was talking, and all of a sudden he says, um, well, you know, let me... <laughs> God got a hold of him. Just changed his thinking just like that. Just like that. You talk about living fun. You say, well, you, well I bet when you stressed out, you weren't going to have a vehicle for a couple of days. It's always going to be cold. Stressed out? God got, he distressed one. He, I put that on him. I said to him when I was on my way there, you deal with it, dude. <laughs> 
Brother, it's yours. He's my brother. I'm talking about Jesus. He's my elder brother. Bro, it's yours. But the man kind of changed his tune. I had to call Kelly and tell her. Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, we, 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 let's see if we can work it in. He put my truck in ahead of, was it two? Two other vehicles that were, had already been there before me. I'm bad. The president gets special treatment. No, let me tell you like this. The king's son gets special treatment. You know why? Because I made a choice. I offered myself as an offering to you today, Lord. And me and you are going to be in contact. And wherever you tell me to go and what you tell me to say and what you tell me to do, I'm your ears. I'm your eyes. I'm your wallet. Are you listening? Adventurous life. Life to its fullness. You go home and you are one happy turkey. You are happy. Why are you happy? Well, you know you black. I got that, and you know what? <laughs> they didn't have to order the parts. They called down, and they said, yeah, we got them in stock. We'll run them right over to you. <laughs> you know why? Because God already knew what was going to happen before it happened, and he said, that boy, my son, my son's going to need them parts, and I'm going to order them now so they'll be there when he needs them. He said, I go before you and prepare the way. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear me? I said, I go before you and prepare the way. Hey. I tell you once or two, I'm trying to quit. Good night of day. Happy, happy. Yeah, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Get on yourself. A, this is my help me. Come on. Woo, give me a chance to catch my breath mm, and put my hat on. Yay. My thinking cap. Well, I was just thinking you need to get to the punchline. Well, get there for me. I'm trying. This Woo. is in the Message Bible. He yeah. just read and place it. Take all of this, your everyday walking around life, yeah. and place it before God as an offering. Mm -hmm. Embracing oh. what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Yeah. That's the punchline. Preach it. Embracing what God has done for you. When you embrace what God's done for you, yeah. you have that response. You have that yeah. reciprocated in your life. You embrace. You take hold of it. You bring it unto yourself. To That's me. the best thing you can do. For him. For him. And yeah. for yourself. Yeah, you get blessed. And you Amen. blessing him. When you bless him, he blesses you. Yes. When the praises go up, it's not just from your lips, ladies and gentlemen. It's your life as a sacrifice and an offering unto Him. That's your blessing Him. And when you bless Him, the praises, that's your praise. It goes up, the blessings come down. Woo! I have just shared with you how to be, how to have life and have it more abundant. How to be rich. Spiritually, physically, and financially, and emotionally. <laughs> you say, Pastor, you're having a good, you mighty right I'm having a good time. 
Because whom the Son... Listen, the Word will set you free. It will set you free. But you're going to have to make that choice. I can't make it for you. You're going to have to make a decision. And I tell you what, you be wise if you make that decision right now. God, I offer my life unto you as an offering. Right now. As an offering. (laughs) My everyday life. My walking around Walmart. My pumping gas. You don't know, he may, he may tell you pay for somebody's gas. He may just say while well, somebody's pumping gas next to you, he, ain't you wanting pay, he don't want you to pay for the gas. He just wants you to pray for him. Amen. How about just a, how's everything going for you? Well, you know, if you ask that question nine times out of ten, what are they going to say, Phil? Well, you know, I'll tell you, life, life is tough. You know, this economy, I, it, it's always about the world. And I'd just like to turn to him and say, I'm not of this world. <laughs> Kelly knows that one. I tell her all the time. She'll say, babe, you didn't pronounce that word right. I said, well, where I'm from, they don't pronounce it your way. <laughs> See, I'm from the kingdom. Come on. I don't know why. I, I don't know if I introduce myself. I'm, I'm the son of the most high God. I said, I'm a son, not the son. I'm a son of the most high God. My home is kingdom. Kingdom. You say, where is that at? Is that in the United States? Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, and I go there every day. I live there every day, all day, all night. In my sleeping, in my everyday walking around life. When I'm eating, come on. When I'm ministering, I'm in his kingdom. <laughs> Glory to God. I hope, you, I hope you got something today. Because I tell you what, if you got it, you're going to have life. You're going to walk out of here today and know that you're blessed. Not only are you blessed, you're going to have fun. Life should not be miserable. Good gracious sakes of life. I have fun. You know why I have fun? Because I really don't know what's going to happen next. You really don't either. You're just trying to anticipate. You're trying to make things happen. But boy, when you just say, Father, I'll let you go. It's just like giving him your hand, and you're like a little boy, and he's the daddy. And where daddy takes you, that's where you go. Every once in a while, daddy will stop by the store and get you a lollipop. Hope it's got coffee in it. Just give him your hand. Say, Dad, Dad, here's my hand. And where you, where you go? I want to go to work with you today, Dad. Yes. I remember one time I asked my dad, can I go to work with you? He said, yeah, come on. He was selling Toledo scales. I got to go in these old mama pop stores and watch him put in scales and stuff. I thought I was big time. I'm going with Daddy. I was about seven, eight years old. Oh, let's get a childlike faith. Put our hand in his. Say, Daddy, can I go to work with you today? Daddy, can I work with you today? I want to go where you go. See, when I'd go to work with Daddy, I'd get a chance to eat out. We'd have lunch. When I had to stay at home, Mama would fix that old yucky food. It was good, but it was not cool because it was, I was eating out. Daddy wants you to put your hand in his today. Daddy wants you to eat some good food. Daddy wants to bless you. Daddy wants to give you an adventurous life. (laughs) 
Daddy wants to give you a happy life. And boy, he'll do it. <laughs> Feel he has done it for me. I got no squams with what he's done for me. No qualms. No qualms at all. Living life to its fullest. <laughs>